Okay, we are recording on a few different platforms here. Give it a second, make sure everything's running up to speed. So um, this is a little one-on-one -on -one solo action. I want to dive into something very important that I personally know isn't isn't spoken about enough, nor is it taught enough. And that's really kind of helping somebody else, um, I guess, like change their mind, change their own mind, if that makes sense. Because I, I want to deliver this podcast episode um, in a certain way so it doesn't come off the wrong way. Um, what I mean by that is when we are changing somebody's mindset or when we are changing somebody's perspective on something, we want to do it in a way of where it's ethical and makes sense for them. And of course, they're open to it. So I'm going to break it down in a few different steps here on how I do it, how it works, and the reason why it works. Because it always goes back to just kind of like human psychology and just understanding, but of course, the steps that go with it. So it does make sense for them. And of course, you can then substitute the things that they have in mind for something that just makes more sense for them, changing somebody's mind. Okay. So let's just keep it in a nutshell like that, but let's dive into it. So how do we change somebody's mind? How do we change somebody's perspective on something? And why would we do it in the first place? So let's get some context here. Okay. If, if we're speaking in terms of a sales conversation, that's one thing. Let's say it's a conversation with a family member. I don't know, maybe you're talking dinner politics and you guys are having a debate and you, you know, you want to change their mind about something and help them realize like, hey, look, that's actually not true. Right? Maybe it's dating. Okay. Maybe you're having an argument with your girl or you guys don't see exactly eye to eye and you want to see eye to eye so you can kind of get past like whatever the hell it is. Um, that's another example too. So this three-step process, it doesn't matter what the context is, what the scenario is, it doesn't matter if you follow these three steps, but more importantly, if you can understand these three steps, you understand the intention and the outcome of why you ask each question. We'll go into that in a second. Then you could use this in any scenario. doesn't matter. So let's dive into it. You know, I like to keep these short and sweet. Why beat around the bush if we can jump right in? So the first step to understanding how to change somebody's mind is really, I call awareness. Step number one, awareness. Things that they've either tried in the past or the thing, the topic that they don't exactly believe in. So for example, let's just say it's a sales conversation. We'll go back between sales and dating just because those two are the easiest to use analogies with and to dumb down. Um, let's say sales. Let's say someone says that um, they've tried fitness coaching in the past, a personal coach, okay? But it didn't work out for them. Well, we want to be aware, step number one, like what have they tried in the past? Okay, because if you're on a sales call, we want to know what the, they've tried in the past because we need to understand the mindset behind that. And I'll show you in a second what I mean by that. We'll, we'll tie back into that. If this is dating, okay, maybe the conversation is um, all men are dogs. Okay, we'll go back and forth between the two analogies. If all men are dogs, well, we want to understand why she feels that way. Because obviously something in her past has led her to make that decision for herself, that opinion. So we want to understand and clarify that. So let's go back to the sales example. Okay, they feel like coaching, having a fitness coach hasn't worked for them before. It just doesn't work for them. Well, the question that I want to ask is, why do you feel that way? They might say something like, well, I've, I've tried multiple coaches and I've never gotten the result. Okay, that's a good answer, but I'm still curious behind 
their psychology? Because the first thing that comes to my mind is, well, who's at fault here? Was it the multiple fitness coaches that you've tried that probably have successful clients? Or was it perhaps you? Did you mess up somewhere in that process? And that's why you didn't get the results. Let's go to the dating example. All men are dogs. Why do you feel that way though? Because all the men I've dated in the past have cheated on me. Oh, okay. So we got that deeper step of understanding. But why do you feel like all those men have cheated on you though? I don't know. All men are dogs. Well, I, I guess like, do you feel like maybe, I don't know, there's something you could have done a bit differently in the past to kind of avoid getting cheated on? Or do you feel like it's strictly just the guy's fault? Like a binary question is always good to have. We don't want to make assumptions yet. We just want clarity. We want to go one level deeper. Was it perhaps something that you could have done a bit different in the past? Or is it just the guy's fault? If it's just the guy's fault, oh, it's just the guy's fault. We want to clarify that because right now it's not really looking good in her favor, right? From, from right now, it's like, okay, mm, hard-headed. Mm, there's only one answer and it's her way. Hmm, I can kind of guess like where and why they probably cheated, but we can't assume. So let's just say, you know, maybe I could have been less clingy or less controlling. Okay, that's a step in the right direction. Right, we're one level deeper on why men have cheated on her in the past. That's causing her to feel like all men are dogs. So from there, that is step two, understanding. Like, why didn't it work? Okay, now let's go back to the sales conversation, the sales analogy with the coaches. Well, I feel like um, maybe if I took it a bit more serious, maybe if I was just in a better mindset, maybe if I didn't take weekends off from my diet, I could have seen better results. See, the power in step number two, the understanding step, asking why it didn't work, is because they're telling us why it didn't work they're taking that ownership that accountability and that's what we want them to do because in this step they're either going to take that ownership and accountability or they're not and if they're not going to take it we can challenge it different conversation though okay this is the power step number two the understanding step why it didn't work for you so let's go back to the dating well maybe i could have been less less controlling maybe Maybe I could have been less clingy or maybe I could have been more supportive or maybe I, maybe I shouldn't have went out as much as I did on the weekends with the girls. Cause he didn't like that. Now we go on to step three, step three is disassociation. This is where we change their actual mindset or their perspective on something. Okay. And we'll, we'll tie into all three steps and how they flow in a second here. But step three is disassociation. And the way that we do this is, well, what do you feel like you would need to do, I guess, differently this time around? What do you feel like you need to do differently in your next relationship? So maybe you, you don't get cheated on again. Maybe I need to date a different caliber of man. Maybe I need to, maybe I need to, to work on myself before I can let somebody else in. Or maybe I need to, to raise my standards. You see, this is how we change somebody's mindset. Now let's go to the sales analogy with the coaching. So what do you feel like you might need to actually X, Y, Z, the result that they want? What do you feel like you would actually need to get the results you want this time? 
What do you feel like you would need to be successful this time? I would, I would need to get a coach, but to be all in this time, to have the right mindset so I can lose the weight. That is how you change somebody's mindset. Now, it may sound easy in theory, but honestly, it, it kind of is. It's just three simple steps, three big questions, macro questions, that'll help them come up with the answer to their solution. And then when you present them the solution, you already know what to present them. Because question number three, the, dis the disassociation question, what do you feel like you would need to X, Y, Z? That's the first thing that you're going to present to them that changes their mindset, but makes you the obvious solution in their eyes to solve X, Y, Z problem whether it's dating or in this example of sales, the coaching. Okay, so let's let's tie in all three steps and just make it flow smoothly. That way you can kind of have that deeper understanding of intention and outcome. Okay, and I want to tie back into that intention and outcome now because it's the perfect time. When I say intention outcome, what I mean by this is intention, the first half, why are we asking that question? Why are you, the closer, the interviewer, the person asking the questions, why are you asking that question? You have to know why you're asking a question so you're not just asking stupid shit, right? If you're in a sales call or even a regular conversation, if you're not asking questions or good questions that are moving the, the, the conversation forward in the right direction of the answers that you want or expecting or would like to hear or would like to find out, then don't ask the question that's not going to help you with those things. Common sense, right? But yeah, people do it all the time on sales calls. People do it all the time on dates. People do it all the time in the day-to-day -day conversations. So that's rule number one, intention outcome. Why are you asking the question in the first place? That's intention. Once you understand the intention behind the question, you'll, go, you'll be able to get the outcome that you're looking for or something in that realm. Because the outcome side of that is, Okay, I'm asking this question because I have a feeling that I'll get this answer, but I need to clarify because I cannot assume. For example, what have you tried in the past? The intention is I want to clearly find out what they've tried in the past. The outcome is I need to find out what they've tried in the past so I can get a better understanding of how they made decisions. So I can better understand how I can understand how they think so I can help them. Plain and simple, intention, outcome. Cool. Let's go back to the three steps, breaking it down so it runs smoothly. Awareness, understanding, disassociation. The three macro questions, the three big questions that we're just going to touch up on in that order. Awareness, what have you tried in the past? Sales call. So I'm curious, maybe you can help me understand. Like, what was it that you tried in the past to try to help you, you know, lose the weight or to try to help you feel better or to try to help you kind of get off these roller coasters? Um, I've worked with uh, two fitness coaches. I've done um keto i've done meal plans done paleo diets i've tried everything big red flag for sales guys or gals whatever big red flag there we need to spend some time and understand why it didn't work which is step two understanding we need to understand why didn't all those things work okay so it sounds like you've tried quite a quite a bit a few things i guess have you had success in any of those uh yeah i have but I, I ended up gaining it back. Oh, I see. And why do you feel like that happened? We want to understand why that happened. Well, I just, I can't say consistent. Uh, I always fall off after a couple of weeks or when I don't see results, I lose motivation and I fall off. Oh, I see. 
Well, I, I guess like, what do you feel like you might need this time around to actually stay consistent so you can see the results? That's step three, disassociation. You want to take what they've tried in the past that didn't work. You want to deassociate it with what they're doing or what they need to do now. We're changing their mindset, how they see things based on solution. We want to focus on the results that they're not getting because that's the motivator. Now what they've tried in the past, focusing on the results that they want or that they're not getting is what's going to get someone's attention the most. So what do you feel like you would need that would make you feel or that would make you successful this time around? I need coaching. Well, why do you feel like coaching would be like that, that key to the castle for you? Well, because if I had somebody to check in with me, it's much harder for me to give up. Okay, so do you feel like if you had somebody to check in with, you would be more consistent with your workouts and see results? Yes. Why though? Because I've never had it. See, I go one level deeper with interrogatives. Why though? I'm pushing them away slightly so they can lean into it and justify it to me. And by doing so, yes, they're obviously doing that, but also they're explaining to themselves what they need what the solution to the problem is, they can get results. We are having them build confidence in the thing that they need so that, yes, they can see the results. And that thing that they're building confidence in, just by us asking the right questions, is what we're going to present to them as a solution. And when we do so, it becomes the no-brainer in their eyes. And in their mind, while you're running them through your presentation, they're thinking, oh my God, this is what I need to actually get this done this time. That's the power of selling, of asking powerful questions, of understanding human psychology, how our mind works and the way it works. Because you see, we can't just come in and say, oh, right, well, you need to do this, this, and that. Right? I call it like the, <laughs> the, the family, the old school family way, right? where it's like, you're not doing this, and you're not doing that. And as a result, you're not doing this. Well, most people, they just close off, right? Because it's like, who the hell are you? Well, if we can understand, if we can interpret why they feel that way about that certain thing, how they make decisions, why they make decisions that way, then we can reverse engineer and it'll be easier for us to give them that subs too. And this is why I started off the beginning of the call with saying, how do I put this in the best way so it doesn't sound wrong? Because this is where ethics does come into play. I mean, if you get good at this, I don't like saying this word, but I'm about to say, because I personally feel like if I say this word, people are going to look at me differently. Um, but that's not the intention here. You guys know that. So anyway, the word that's on my mind is manipulation. Okay. The reason why I don't like this word manipulation is because I feel like once you say it, it's always going to linger in the back of someone's mind like a seed. Because if I'm aware on how to manipulate somebody, they're going to always kind of have that skepticism about me. I don't like that because that goes against my ethics as a man and as a person. I am not manipulative by any means. No fucking way. Never will be. This is why I say ethics is so important. Because once you can understand and you get good at helping people change their mindset on the things that they do need to solve said problem. Honestly, conversations in life on the day-to-day -day become a breeze. So it is troubleshooting any problems that are thrown at you. Like, think about that for a second. No matter what gets thrown at you, you can chop it up and interpret it in a way that just makes sense.
that helps you navigate through it. So guys, those are the three steps. I want to keep this short and sweet. I want to wrap it up, but this is essentially how you can change somebody's mindset for the better if they need something, right? If you're selling, having a conversation, talking dinner, politics, whatever it is, this is a great way for you to be able to do that. So what I would love is to have your guys's feedback. Great grammar right there. Your guys's. I would love to have your guys' feedback, your perception on today's lesson. I want to know what you think. Um, you can do so by clicking on the link attached to this podcast bio or this YouTube link since we're streaming on multiple places, wherever. But there's a link attached. It's probably going to be like a link tree where you can see my social medias, things like that. Uh, reach out on Instagram, Facebook, wherever, and let me know what your thoughts are because I'm genuinely curious. So with that being said, folks, that's going to be a wrap. I have a lot of good guests coming on very soon, the month of January, so on in the new year of 2023. A lot of good guests coming on. So stay tuned.